I'm actually going to try and switch up the intro because I, I, I re-listened to a episode and I, and okay. I think I've been doing the intro all wrong. What? what how? You'll see. Oh, okay. okay. Here, here right. we go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Inter Sandman. This is the show where every week, once a week, we watch a film in the career of Adam Sandler and we discuss the film, its place in our pop culture, and what it says about the psyche of the Sandman himself. I'm Callan Kermins. I'm Moises Camacho. Doesn't that feel better? Yeah. Like we're introducing what the show is and then, like, you know, starting. Uh, um, <laughs> Ground, no, sky level. You ruined it. Yeah, I did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm we're ready. talking about That's My Boy, and sorry, I liked it. Okay? I liked it, too. He, hot take. Hot take. Although, <laughs> I think I like it for different reasons than the movie wants me to like it. But Well, I, let's talk about it. Yeah, I might be projecting my own <laughs> interpretation of the movie. And what I want it to be uh, on it, and it may not match that. <laughs> That's my boy. Actually, kind of an interesting little uh, story behind it. Um, Moses, do you know what the blacklist is? Like the blacklist in Hollywood? Oh, n- uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's two blacklists in Hollywood. There's one that's like a sort of script competition where. Uh, I believe it's what it is, is it's scripts that get passed around town. And even though producers reject it, say no to it, you know, for whatever reason, they say it's still a good script. And that's the okay. kind of list that's published, you know, every year, like the top 10 scripts that people love, but then get made, you know, it's the blacklist. And then there's also the other blacklist, which is just people that speak out against, you know, sexual assault or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, in so some this movies, is off the blacklist. Yeah, this was on in the 2009 blacklist. Um, you know, it's not it's not rare for movies off the blacklist to get made. It is rare for them to be good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for example, um, most recently, Queen and Slim, I believe. Oh, was off the blacklist i didn't i didn't see that but i haven't heard too many good things about it so who knows but um uh then um free guy you know the ryan reynolds video game movie that's coming out oh oh. yeah that was on the blacklist yeah what it seems like the blacklist is it's like ideas for movies that you hear and you think like oh that'd be good but then you like actually think about it or you see a trailer and you're like oh i don't know if i'd watch a movie of this yeah like like free guys about a like an npc in a grand theft auto game to become self-aware it looks kind of cool but then you're like i'm tired of ryan reynolds like i'm i'm i get it you're funny and you're hot i get it it's i I, i'm not a big fan of his deadpool shtick yeah i'm not the biggest deadpool fan i want buried too 
Ryan. Which one was Barry? That's the one where it's Ryan Reynolds buried alive in a coffin, and that's the whole movie, is him trying to get out of the coffin. That sounds like a fucking stupid movie. <laughs> I heard it was all right. Um, um, all right, so with you saying that, who was originally going to do this movie? Um, that's the thing. I can't find anything about that. But like, I'm sure it had to be some weird duo that was originally going to do it. Into that, it made the blacklist in 2009. Then a couple years later, um, uncredited rewrites on it. The usual, um, like Adam Sandler does a re. Uh, Tim Hurley, he and Robert uh, Smiggle yeah. do rewrites, but also uh, David Wayne and Ken Marino, who are the uh, Wet Hot American Summer guys. Uh, yeah, I like that movie. Oh God, What High American Summer is so good. Yeah, that's a great movie. Paul Rudd, uh, slide in my DMs. I know you got kids and a wife, but uh, I don't care. <laughs> Damn, all right. That's a bold <laughs> fucking... Um... No, it's because I want to direct a, a movie of his. I don't oh, know. okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, we'll do What High American Summer, The Next Generation. Or Hell fucking yeah. Or um, no, it's not Wet Hot American Summer. It's Cold Dry um, American Boring. Winter. Boring. <laughs> cold dry boring american winter and it's american just a, the, winter, it's just yes. a revenant <laughs> yeah we're ripping off alfonso fucking shot by shot starring paul rudd <laughs> he gets attacked by a bear but it's like in a it's so obviously fake it's like the gorilla suit from spongebob oh god that sounds like a now this script is going on the blacklist yeah that's great <laughs> straight to the blacklist <laughs> Um, what I do want to talk about, uh, directed by Sean Anders, who directed both the daddy's homes. Interesting movies. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, uh, it's stars, uh, Adam Sandler as a deadbeat, you know, slacker dad and Andy Samberg as his more uptight son. Yeah. And I feel like I want to say like way back when in like going overboard or airheads we compared adam sandler to andy sandberg we did and i thought like i've never seen this movie before so when i knew that it was a thing i expected it to be sort of like a passing of the torch yeah but it didn't come out that way no what's um a bummer I feel like we could talk here. I, I'm not, I don't think I'm necessarily including that's my boy in this, but it feels like Andy Samberg just has like rotten luck when it comes to movies. Yeah. Which sucks. Cause he's like very so, funny on TV, you know, like um, the lonely Island produced movies like um, hot rod or pop star, never stop never stopping. Yeah. Like I, I say this like confidently, some of the best comedies of each decade they came out in. Yeah, I re I watched um there's like a HBO one they have. It's called it's like Oh I'm um, Seven Days in Hell. Oh no, yeah, that one. The Tour de Pharmacy. I haven't yeah, seen yeah, that yeah. yet. I watched like the first fifteen minutes of it and it was pretty fucking funny. Yeah. They 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 have like HBO specials that are like good. But like Oh you know, they it, have a Netflix thing too where it's like music. The Bash Brothers. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's really good too. The it's such a niche like joke. And yeah, like, I mean, like '90s baseball, you know. With the Lonely Island and him like on SNL, I think everyone kind of saw him as like a one of the next big comedy stars. Yeah, I I and I feel like you know it's also you could see 
uh, and it, we have talked about before that like it's hard for like SNL people to like make it out of SNL. Yeah. Like, you know, once they leave the show, it's kind of, you know, it's very hit or miss for which of them like. Yeah. And there's I mean, I think the bigger names that I could think of are obviously Andy Samberg and like Bill Hader. Right, yeah, and even both of those like tend to have more success in TV. Yeah, and exactly. you know you can look at that as also like a good um, thing. Yeah, and also like how comedy is kind of you know has more of a place in TV nowadays than film does than yeah. it does in film. Yeah, but that's a whole other thing. He was also in oh we oh fuck we got to do Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> Andy Samberg voices in that. Yeah, he's in Hotel Transylvania. Oh. Cool. That reminds me, we need to film those, record those. Maybe should we just <laughs> talk about, should we just watch all three of those in a week and then like talk about them? I love all of them. I'm willing to do that, sure. Okay, oh. this is a good place to say. <laughs> we're, we're not skipping Hotel Transylvania. We're doing all three of them in a special Halloween spooky episode that comes out a week before Halloween. Because we're one, because <laughs> we want to, we really want to talk about Sandler's new Halloween movie on Halloween. So, We'll we'll be enter salmon. We'll be on the fucking hot scoop with that one. And dude, you know they're they're the, chilling with the editing right now. <laughs> the yeah. editing of that movie. <laughs> they got. Should we just talk? Let's get into the movie. Let's get into the movie. All right, that's my boy. Uh, it's about Donnie Berger, who in 1984, uh, as a middle schooler, begins a sexual relationship with his teacher. Now. <laughs> and then um so the the opening of the movie is you know that him and the teacher have this relationship air air quotes on relationship you know um and they get found out and she's sent to prison but is in in court revealed to be pregnant so custody of the child is awarded to donnie's um parents until he turns 18 and can assume full custody now, yeah, you, the you, whole movie would have been ten times better if Donnie Berger was eighteen mm-hmm. and a senior in high school. Yes, that that would have made it um, less uncomfortable to watch and talk yeah. about. But he, here's my take: I think that's my boy is a satire slash examination of masculinity as a whole. Whoa! Because I mean, I, I mean, you're right. I I feel like I don't when now th- th- there's a part you know people who dislike this movie cite and you know they're not wrong. Is it like and while he's in court, you know, um, nobody is like treating what's literally an abusive relationship. You know, there's a you know, no matter if it's consensual air quotes or not, you know, there's like someone who's older and in a position of power there's some sort of like abuse at play there yeah 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 i think we're we're not trying to dance around that but what i think sandler or david casp you know the original writer and who knows if this was in his original draft honestly what they're getting at is they're like they don't want us to laugh at like man it's so cool he did that if like, yeah in the in the movie the only person who's treating it that way is the judge. Yeah. The judge go out. The judge at one point goes like, it's just fucking mental. Like God. <laughs> yeah. Like, Cause like the jury's like, yeah, good for him. Yeah, like, it, I mean, the teacher's hot. Yeah. Yeah. But, but like, 
like you know like <laughs> kids like I, 13 <laughs> the under i feel like and i might and i'm willing to admit that i might be giving the people involved with this more credit than they're deserving yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. but like how i took it is like the whole thing, the whole movie is like a satire of like vulgar masculinity. Like, you know, it's the, his it, first rated R movie. Yeah, it's right. That's a good thing to note. This is the first, I believe, the first Happy Madison as a whole that's R rated. But I mean, I can see how you're reading it because I mean, there's a scene right there that is in my background where like he has this touching moment with his son mm-hmm. where he teaches him how to ride a bike yeah and he teaches him how to be confident in himself and to not yeah i guess let the anxiety control him yeah and like i, I feel like the, the the point of sandler's character you know like uh the movie after that cuts to like uh 30 years later uh donnie uh sandler's character is uh yeah well just sandler's character is this broke uh alcoholic who is in like need of cash. We find out his son left him like years ago. Well, yeah. And then before that, we got a montage of him. Like he gets his own book deals. He gets a yeah, TV he's like, show. Yeah, his reward. And like, I feel like, yeah. Uh, people like have like, you know, criticized this movie for ignoring the trauma that, you know, whether he knows it or not, Donnie went through. And I think that's the point, you know, like, like he imagine. doesn't know. Yeah, he he doesn't know, and, because, and you know the world and culture around him won't let him know. Yeah, they're celebrating the fact that this thirteen-year-old kid got sexually abused. You know. Yeah, life. and I mean, like it, it makes sense. That's how American yeah. culture will take it, because yeah. you know you see this little kid fucking it's his no, hot it's ass teacher. Literally, it has literally happened. You know. Yeah, like, there's been like you know like hot teachers that on, internet. on yeah, the exactly. internet. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's like, oh man, what a smoke show! Like, yeah, like, yeah. You, like, I, you know, I hate to like, you know, I, I think it's annoying when people do this sometimes. They're like, imagine if like the genders were switched, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, that's just like, that's what I mean. Like the double standard. And I think the movie is like, I think the movie's aware of that. I could be wrong, you know? But, no, I, I think that's a good read of the movie and I could totally agree with you on it. Cause yeah. there are scenes of where he kind of, I guess, I don't know. I um and I also think um uh what I said about I about this is um you know with grown-ups uh just go with it and even kind of Jack and Jill uh we you know you can kind of see Sandler trying to be like family friendly. Yeah. We we talked about this bedtime stories too. Trying to be like, "Ah, you could take the whole family to see this." You know, and this is like we said the first R-rated uh Sandler movie produced by Happy Madison. And so, like, it's like, a, I think the whole movie is, like, vulgar, cynical, and gross. And, like, personally, I think if you can, like, get on its level, you it's a good time. Uh, Are you the track of the movie? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Um, oh, okay. He No, no, no. Then he finds out he owes, like, 43000 to the IRS, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, then. I like this scene, too. This is funny. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think this whole movie's fucking funny. Yeah, this is like the most consistently funny Sandler movie in a yeah. while, I think. I agree. Look, you know, I keep calling it a satire. I keep defending it. It may sound like I like this a lot. This is like a six or seven, you know? 
<laughs> like yeah. I'm not like in love with this or anything. But I have a good time watching it. Yeah. And it it's a little too long though. <laughs> it's oh my god. Uh, it's Jesus almost Christ. 2 hours long. God in heaven, yeah. This Sandler comedies this should not be more than 90 minutes and I have yet to see one of these like change my mind on that. <laughs> um so you know kind of desperate for cash he he goes and visits um this TV guy named Randall Morgan who's sort of like a Mari uh Dr. Phil-esque Jerry Springer. Oh wait wait, wait 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 before you get that. What? When he sees his lawyer about the IRS thing, he tells him a a way he might be able to make some cash is if he puts his money oh, right. on this NYC like race. No, they're not in NYC. The Boston they? Marathon. The Boston Marathon on this like really fat dude who has like negative 8,000 chance of winning. Yeah, it's an 8,000 to one chance. Yeah, so he would make like a shit ton of money. He puts $20 and, on him. He has $28 left and he puts $20 yeah. on that guy. Um, In spite of this... um. Donnie, you know, um, then then Donnie goes and visits Randall Morgan, sort of a Jerry Springer type TV guy uh, who is played by Dan Patrick. <laughs> and who else is there? Uh, Vanilla Ice, right? <laughs> great, great, great cameo. Vanilla Ice, uh, like, fucking slams him down on a glass table because he, uh, Donnie Berger fucked his mother. Right. And and he says like uh, something like I'm sorry I didn't know it's not like her last name is Ice which is <laughs> they probably paid like Vanilla Ice ten bucks to be in this movie. Do you think in like fifteen years, uh, Macklemore will be making these kind of cameos in movies? Macklemore still like selling out stadiums. I think is he? That's he has, you know what that's true. He has a huge fan base still. Which really? is surprising because I his new shit is not good compared to the heist. The hi, yeah. The, the heist, heist is, is a great album. Not as yeah. good as Good Kid Mad City. They fucking come on, bro. They took that shit. I but do anyways, kinda, I do kind of like I like can't hold us a lot. Um, I'm, is, yeah. that, is that a bad thing? Is that no, 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 no. That's a good say. album. That's no. a good album. Like I do, a I, good album. Uh, Thrift Shop is fun. Um, the oh, God, that one song that's like so funny to me is Wings. Oh yeah, the Jordan song. Yeah, that one's like kind of embarrassing. On it, I think. Yeah, I I still know the whole fucking song. So <laughs> me too. I you know what? I purchased that song when I was in I, middle school. I purchased that album, but then I found out it was the clean version, so I returned oh, it. Oh, that's yeah. a bummer. Yeah, but that <laughs> Wings is just like, man, brands are kind of bad, huh? I remember my te- my marketing teacher showed us the video uh, in oh class, and I was like, God. "Bro, calm down, bro." Like, calm what year? Down. What year was that? This was fucking junior year. Oh my god! Because I was remember- like, "See, look, this is about consumerism," and we're like, "Dude, you calm down, bro. Like, you're not deep." We. Yeah. <laughs> it's a simple read. Is it? I'm trying to. Was it the the gay rights song that killed Macklemore's career? Is that like no? That song did good. Yeah, I that, guess that's so. on the same album. That album won Grammys. Yeah, didn't he beat Kendrick Lamar? Or yeah, and everyone was mad because that album is not better than Kendrick Lamar's album. No way it is. I don't think I've heard Kendrick Lamar's album, but I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I think what killed his career is he just his music is just not as good as that anymore. It really isn't. Downtown, I like, but that's like. A long ass. Yeah. The, the, the 
the yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Or the moped song. Yeah, but he uh, he switched <laughs> to like trying to make hits because he had like normal rappers on it, and yeah. then his last album isn't produced by Ryan Lewis. So I oh think, yeah, that yeah. that might be what did it. Yeah. Um, I one of my regrets is that I remember there was like, I want to say like junior year, the summer summer before senior year maybe there was like these like you know like twenty dollar tickets I saw available online to um um Macklemore and Kesha at oh, the um, at Ruoff. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And like I almost like got my sister to go, but like we we both just kind of forgot about it. <laughs> you that would have been an interesting <laughs> show. That would have been an interesting concert. Uh, I only know one Kesha song. And I think this was like right after the whole Dr. Drew thing. So oh, I think wow. she was like performing her new stuff, you know? Yeah. So no TikTok, sadly. Yeah, that's sad. Oh, Look well. up in the morning, feel like P. Diddy. And okay, that's the Macklemore <laughs> tangent. Yeah. Uh, no more <laughs> okay. Macklemore. Okay, sorry. But yeah, I, you know, fuck it. He'll do shit like this in 15 years. Yeah. Yeah. Or he'll have like his own show on HGTV. I, no, he's rich enough, though. There's no way he'll be like Vanilla yeah. Ice and Fitzgerald. You know, Van- Macklemore had more than one hit song. Yeah. He, Macklemore's fucking rich. He's, he's got it. Dirty rich. Oh, you know, those people that get rich so fast, like, usually just like don't know how to spend it or keep or save it, you know? So I, I, I think feel- he's a smart guy, too, because he had like earlier in his life, he dealt with drug abuse and stuff. So, nah. He's a smart guy. He's learned from his oh, mistakes. Good for good for Macklemore. Yeah. Okay, we're okay. done talking about Macklemore. <laughs> All right. Um, what uh, happens after that scene? Uh, he goes and um, Randall oh, Morgan, played yeah, by yeah, Dan yeah. Patrick, offers him fifty thousand dollars if he can get his son Todd to the women's prison to visit their mom and get it on you know camera because yeah. Donnie just saw in the newspaper that Todd's this rich successful businessman lost a ton of weight. And isn't getting married that weekend. Yeah. Did I? Well, and if you didn't know, uh, Todd is played by Andy Samberg. Right. Yes. Samberg. Yeah. Donnie Sandler. <laughs> Todd Samberg. And we see Todd is getting, or yeah, Todd's getting married to fucking what's her name? Uh, I don't know. But Jamie. She, Jamie. We don't, we don't fuck with her. No. Nah, to the streets. <laughs> to the streets. <laughs> um, uh, and that we but we're kind of cutting back and forth at this point between Donnie and Todd. We see Todd like you know her family's rich. You know he's kind of marrying into this like higher class society. Air quotes. But he also is like a very successful businessman. Yeah, and but and we also see he's a bit of a pushover. Yeah. Um, her Jamie's brother. Um, what's his name? Uh, Chad. <laughs> That's Played the best. By... So good. Yeah. Perfect name. Milo Ventimiglia's Chad. Vent... How however you say his name? What is he in? Uh, Let me guess. Like... Friday Night Lights. No, he's on <laughs> This Is Us. You know that. This huh. is us. He was also. Oh in yeah, 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 yeah. Art of Racing in the Rain, which is one of the funniest trailers I've ever seen. That's the one with the 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 race car driver and the golden retriever, voiced by yeah. Kevin Costner. 
So what is sense. that movie? I don't know, but I thought it was funny when you see a little golden retriever puppy like about to be adopted and you just hear Kevin Costner go like, I hope he chooses me. <laughs> no. Wait, that's what that movie is? Yeah, Art of Racing in the Rain. Yeah. And like me and my, I, I, I would, it was like a running joke with my friends because we like went to the movies all that summer and like we saw that trailer every uh-huh. time. Every time I saw that, I'd never seen the trailer. Every time I saw that poster, I thought it was Sebastian Stan, Bucky Barnes. That's who <laughs> no. I thought it was. I can see that. It's got um Amanda Seyfried in it. And yeah. The trailer ends with this really uh weird comment towards her. <laughs> look up the art of the ra- this is me telling the listeners when you're done with this podcast. The trailer. Look up, look up the trailer for Art of Racing in the Rain. It's kind of bizarre. Or I'll maybe I'm just rain. like no don't watch it right now i won't not right now i'll watch okay. it we'll watch it after and that'll be like an in credits thing is us like in real time reacting to the fucking hell. okay um uh okay so um yeah todd's soon-to-be brother-in-law chad is like in the military and this is the moment where i started to think this movie's like kind of a satire because it's like kind of poking fun at the sort of hyper masculinity yeah I, of, of the which is later you know we'll get to but that's yeah and even like, right here already i was um when he greeted his sister i was already like whoa they're uh yeah they're being a little touchy. a little touchy there it's kind of weird this, this yeah this movie has like an old boy-esque twist <laughs> we'll get to, um there's a, a part like um like, you know, Chad's kind of like rough and taught up, like saying, you, you, are you worthy to marry my sister? Like he like yeah. puts him in a headlock and says, uh, I wrote down, I've got 10 ways to kill you with my bare hands. And Sam goes, don't, <laughs> don't. <laughs> uh, let's see. And then um, so I, a little bit later, we see, you know, Todd hanging out with Jamie's family. Or uh, Sam, should we? Okay, I've, I've been going back and forth. Should we call him by the at Sandberg and Sandler, or is it okay to call? What's him ever Todd? more comfortable for you? Because you, you're the one narrating. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, sure, Todd. Okay, okay, Todd. Todd Sandberg's character, uh, Donnie Sandler's character, yes, shows up unexpectedly. And um, one thing I may have been reading into the movie too much, he hands um, Jamie, the fiance, like a, like one of those gag, like bachelor yeah. party gifts. And it's like how to screw in the dark, you know, like, and it's like, oh, a sex book. And you open it, and it's like a screwdriver and a flashlight. <laughs> and I, I feel like it's implied that, you know, because he had $28, he spent 20 betting on the guy. I, th- I wrote down, did he spend his last $8 on that? I don't know, but he had an unlimited supply of beer throughout the entire movie. Yeah, and just like pulling it out of thin air. Pulled it out of his ass at what point. I don't know why they put that in there for. That was um, weird. <laughs> I, I don't know if you wanted to talk about Donnie's fit, but I did want to mention that in real life, uh, a couple of years after this came out, Sandler, uh, not Sandler, Andy Sandberg got married. Uh, he invited Adam Sandler to the wedding, and Sandler showed up dressed as Donnie from You're That's My Boy. kidding. That's what, according to IMDb trivia. Yeah, you hear that type? <laughs> yeah, that gamer keyboard. No, it's actually a MacBook Pro. All right. Garrett had to 
gamer keyboard. Yeah, he did. Um, I I'm, I gotta say, every time Donnie popped up on screen, like I really liked the fact that he was wearing a Levi's jacket. Yeah, like I don't know why. Every time I see that red tag, I guess it's my American consumerism in me. <laughs> I just love it. It's like, yeah, they got the effort to actually get him a branded jean jacket. Hell fucking yeah. Nice. But uh, uh, yeah, he had the Canadian tuxedo the entire movie, basically. And then he was dressed like Han Solo as well. Yeah, that's right. Uh, fit watch. Fit watch. But Donnie shows up and finds out that Todd had lied about the whereabouts of his parents to, you know, Jamie and her family saying that his dad died in an explosion or something. Right. Yeah. So, uh, Donnie ha- is pretending to be Todd's friend, even though he's his dad, his best friend, his best friend. Yeah. And you know what? <laughs> here's a, and here's a, uh, what I thought was going to be a complaint I had with this movie was I thought that like, you know, the age gap between Adam Sandler and Andy, Sandberg didn't make any sense, you know, because yeah. in the movie there's supposed to be 14 years between them, and I'm like, well, oh no, Adam Sandler's like a lot older than Andy Sandberg, uh-huh. right? Yeah, there is 12 years between them. Whoa, really? Yeah. And that's because Andy Sandberg is a lot older than you'd think. He's like 40, which okay isn't old. Uh, you know, I don't. I, I mean, I don't think I have to worry about offending any of our audience. <laughs> that no, that's so surprising. I no, don't. He, he's see a, him and he's got a perpetual him. young face. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, aged well. Yeah, but aged uh, very well. Mm. I mean, what? No. Okay. <laughs> um, and Donnie's able to cur- now. Donnie's able. Donnie is able to convince Todd to see his mother at the prison, but doesn't tell. Or Donnie tries to convince him. Yeah, but Todd refuses, and um, they had next like chunk is this happens a lot in Sandler movies. It's just kind of sh- various shenanigans, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh oh god. I mean, I think they like argue for a little bit, Andy yeah. and Adam. Um, yeah, they they have like a a, a lunch with all the wedding guests. Yeah, you see and- Andy kind of getting. Beached around. Yeah. Todd, I mean. Donnie is like instantly like the most popular person. Here. Yeah. And like everyone loves him and it kind of adds to Todd's, you know, insecurity. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's uh part of your read of the movie. He. Yeah. Like he's the, he's like. That's my boy. He's is, like. Yeah. This is a deep movie, bro. That's my boy is about inherited trauma. It's a. It's, because. Think about it. All of the, uh, you know, abuse Donnie went through or the, you know, the kind of uh, not just, you know, by his teacher, but by just like, you know, being like super famous and like, you know, kind of crashing. such a young age. Yeah. He doesn't seem to be super affected by it. Todd, however, is an anxious, you know, kind of wreck. Yeah. And so, you know, it's like he's still he's having to kind of deal with, you know, what his dad refuses to deal with. You know, it's a, it's an interesting dynamic. He yeah. literally carries around a pair of underwear. Yeah, exactly. Because he's scared he's going to poop his pants. Right. Is there anything of note you wanted to talk about in this, like, little wedding party? Uh, 
Um, Will Forte's there, another SNL. Guy. I mean, I think it's just important to say, yeah, that like Donnie, literally everyone likes Donnie. Yeah. And Todd is very confused and is making him more anxious and nervous. Yeah. Uh, I, I like the joke about the new kids on the block tattoo. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, uh, this is the part the, at the wedding party. This is the part where they notice, oh, shit, that's Donnie Berger. Yeah. Because at that's... first they didn't realize it. And then uh, Will Forte. Yeah. Will Forte comes up and recognizes him. Yeah. Um, I think this is where the they the, we the, also the new kids in the block tattoo. Yeah, like the, that night. Um, <laughs> at, there's I wrote down I can't remember what exactly he says, but at some point, like Sandberg, like talks to his fiance, who we see is also kind of controlling and like you know not you know kind of awful to him. Yeah, uh, he at one point like. Uh, Sandberg does like a pretty good Sandler impression. <laughs> I can't remember like what exactly said, but uh, how, how do they even meet up? Like, what do you mean? Like Todd and like, Jamie? No, no, no. Todd and uh, Donnie, like at the pool table. How does that happen? Uh, I think, um, you know, like we see like Jamie yell at Todd because he messed something up. Like, I guess he got the wrong cake or something, which like, I, I don't know how, like, I feel like, you know, with how rich they both are and, like, how many people we see in charge of this wedding, I doubt that, like, he would be in charge of the cake. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Or whatever. But whatever. Whatever. Um, and they end up at the pool table where the fucking uh, Chad shows up. To <laughs> tries to wrestle them. Like, how does that come about? Oh, um... Oh, oh um, Donnie starts tickling Todd to, like, cheer him up. Oh yeah, and, and then Chad, Chad walks in. He's like, "What?" Donnie also has like a hard on, and yeah. uh, <laughs> and uh, Chad's like, "What are you guys doing here, huh?" huh. And then uh, he's like, "Oh, we're wrestling." And uh, then uh, Todd slap starts slapping his dick. Chad does starts slapping his dick to get pumped up, and he's like yelling at his dick and uh sandler i think goes it's like sandler's like watching this like while pouring a drink and goes like oh he's talking to his dick <laughs> sandler's funny in this yeah he is so the voice gets a little annoying sometimes but i i mean i i said it in my review but like i think he's he it feels does like a return well. to form yeah yeah when he's doing his like whole man child is very basic but like th- that's what he knows he's good at and when he returns to it he you feel the charm. Like, yeah. I don't know like, if I'd call it a charm. The, the Sandler characters, the iterations of the Sandler character, like, are, went from, like, you know, like, ir- man child that has to learn responsibility to, like, sad dad that has to learn to appreciate his life again, you know? Yeah. And that's just as he's getting older. But this feels like a, a sort of somewhere in the middle of both of, like, this irresponsible man child who has to, like, stop being that or, like, We'll, we'll, we'll get into that as the movie goes on. Yeah. And then, um, and then uh, he, he's like, Chad is like, be clearly like whooping Todd's ass. Yeah. And then Donnie like hits him with a beer bottle and he From knocks behind. out. Yeah. yeah. Um, signature move. Oh, that's when, um, Jamie and Todd are, are like, uh, like she, he's like complaining to her about how, 
irresponsible he is, you know, and like kind of frustrating he is. And she shows him uh, the book <laughs> that Donnie wrote like, you know, 10 years ago, like his memoir. And, and he sees, you know, um, well, okay. It's a little complicated. He sees I think we, like, we skipped over it. We forward. skipped over it. Everybody knows that Donnie has a son that he hasn't spoken to in years because he yeah. named his son Han Solo. Yeah. Nobody knows that Todd is that son. Yeah. Well, we probably should have said that. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah that's a Donnie big... named his kid Han Solo and yeah. Todd obviously changed his name. Yeah. And so um, he sees like the, the foreword at the beginning of the book is, you know, message from Donnie to Han says like, I love you. I miss you. Please call me. Yeah. And, and then <laughs> isn't this a scene where Donnie's like jerking it? Oh my God. Yeah. He finds like the old photo next to, cause he's staying in like the guest room and there's like a picture of the grandma and next to a picture of the grandma in like the forties. And he starts jerking off and he has like this whole fantasy. He says like, you know, like, yeah, you want to go to the, the uh, soda fountain and do the naked Charleston or something. Yeah. And then like the next scene, he wakes like, up in the morning. He, he He's like, I got to go to war soon. You're going to give me something to think about. <laughs> like it's so fucked up, but it's. Oh, the God, next like, morning, it's like the grandma's cleaning around. Yeah. And then she walks into Donnie's room. And like, just there's like cool. tissues everywhere. And she's like grabbing. I'm like, ew, why is it so sticky and shit? And then uh, Todd walks in because he like feels bad about Donnie now. And he like starts picking up the tissues for the grandma. And then he's like, oh, um, this is a good joke. He's like, oh, uh, all these tissues are because he's sick. He's feeling a little under weather. And then uh, she's like, oh, maybe he shouldn't be masturbating while he's sick. That's not good yeah, for him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then after this, I think Todd, like, kind of, he doesn't apologize, does he? Uh, no, but I think he tries to make an effort to, like, be um, nice. Yeah, be nice, you know, try and make, you know, the next day. Uh, they go to a, the church rehearsal for the wedding. Hell yeah. And this is where we see Father McNally, played by James Caan. Fuck fucking yes. Thief himself. Thief himself. Um, and you're going to pinch me? You're going to pinch me, eh? What, because I'm pretending to be a priest, eh? He's just really fucking good in this. Like he, he's he's doing an Irish accent. <laughs> he, he, he fucking um. It's back to the yeah you know, bulletproof. Adam Sandler looked up to James Caan. Yeah, and like he wants to put him in a movie that people see, even though yeah, <laughs> you know this one's still kind of bomb. But and he's so he's like really good in this. Yeah. What causes? Because Father McNally gets all up in Todd's face. What what causes him to do that? So like, James. Well, Father McNally starts like saying how he has like all these rules because he's like an actual priest, not like the other priests. Yeah, and oh, then and he like, finds out that like Todd's not close to his father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and what? I, and he here. Uh, father McNally says like, you know, unless your father beat you, like I don't want to hear about it. You know. Which is like another thing I think is like included in the you know 
I, I choose to believe is baked into the cake of the movie is like, you know, Father McNally represents like this, like, you know, especially towards men, this idea of like, well, if your parents didn't like beat you or whatever, you're fine, you know? Yeah. But, you know, abuse, and, there's all kinds of different types yeah, yeah, of yeah. like, you know. But, yeah, um, but uh, this tr- like triggers Todd because he's starting to learn from Donnie, like he can't take all this bullshit. Yeah. And like Donnie encourages him. And then, like, Donnie, like, uh, Donnie encourages him, and Todd, like, says something like, I can't think about that because your breast milk, you, you know, says it. Yeah. His breast stinks. And then, like, he and, just, he just, like, turns, he just stares at him. He's like, come on, let's go to the garden. I want to show you it. Yeah. And everyone's <laughs> like, what? Yeah. And then, like, once <laughs> they get to the garden, Father McNally, like, fucking haymakers him. Yeah, uh and like he fights that's what i'm saying is like this movie really gets down in the mud you know it's like very cynical like you know there's a a set piece where the main characters fight a priest i mean and it's a back to some back to you know like adam sandler doing weird scenes i mean not weird it kind of surreal it's a little surreal yeah like funny scenes like like you know what's Anger management, where he literally fights a monk. Oh, right. That's a good uh, comparison. Like, it's just like, what? this shouldn't be in a movie, but it's an Adam Sandler comedy, so it's in there. Yeah, and it's like, you see, like, fucking, uh, at this point, like, 72-year-old James Caan playing this jacked priest. (laughs) (laughs) And he's whooping Todd's ass. And then yeah. I think what happens? Yeah, does he does hit him with the bottle? Yeah, Donnie does a signature move, hits him in the back of the head with the uh, uh, bottle. The good old Heineken. Exactly. Then, uh, then they know, get mad at Todd. They do. Because that was like the family priest. And then after, you know, getting uh, attacked from behind, Father McNally refuses to do the wedding. And Sam, uh, Todd, Donnie is able to keep the... Uh, hit the uh, in-laws from turning on Todd. Yeah, and says like, you know, we'll, we'll we'll improvise. You know, like we'll have a wedding at your place. You know, you're you have this like beautiful like oceanfront property. Yeah, there's also a lot of like, and you know, kind of like adding it. I just re- remembered it now. Like, kind of adding into like my take that this is like a satire. It's like all of the like rich characters in this movie are shown to either be like stupid and asshole or both. I sent, um, (laughs) I I send you, uh, I think I might just post it on Wednesday to, yeah, that that should be the ad actually. (laughs) The the parasite. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You know what? I, I turned, I shot you down a few episodes ago when you said that Adam Sandler should play the, uh, uh, Song Kang Ho character in Parasite, but in the American Parasite remake. But who knows? Who knows? Anyway, <laughs> uh, back to back to yeah. But you know, there's a, there's a lot of like, and this feels like you know also kind of a return to like early Sandman. You know, kind of going with that, like the idea of like you know the rough and rowdy working class versus like the uptight rich assholes. Yeah, I think um, this introduces the like bachelor. Party. Yeah. They go to a bachelor party and um, Todd's friend. Well, what happens is, what's her name? Jamie? Yeah, Jamie. Jamie says like she's leaving because she's going to a bachelorette party. Yeah. And Donnie is like, 
wait, we're having a bachelor party, right? We got to get fucked up. Yeah. And uh, they're like, yeah. Um, what's the other guy's name? Uh, Todd's like work worker. Um, uh, it's w- played by Will Forte. Phil, Phil. Yeah, Phil, Phil. He says like, oh, yeah, I've had this. Oh, we probably <laughs> earlier in the movie, too, during the wedding like party. Um, Will Forte is like said to be the best man. But then Will Forte says, no, we should actually, Donnie should be your best man because you guys are such best friends. Right, yeah. Um, Then, um, so yeah, they go to the bachelor party, which is just like a spa day. Yeah. Another like thing about masculinity, you know. Yeah. We're all enjoying it except Donnie. Yeah. He's like, come on, give me some head to Jackie. Yeah, Jackie Taylor (laughs) plays a masseuse. And like, uh, I thought this was like his, I thought this was hysterical. He keeps trying to like, say like, you know, how much for a happy ending. Right. You know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like the camera cuts and you can see that like, they're all in the same room. Like yeah. it's not a private massage, you know? <laughs> um, and so Donnie's like, this, this sucks, you know? And he takes them all to this strip club that he frequents. Well, yeah. uh, you're skipping a joke that I fucking laughed hard at. Um, after that happens, they're like getting uh, whatever it's called when your mas- your feet are massaged, and Donnie's like refusing to do it, and his masseuse is a guy now, yeah, instead of Jackie, and then like he's like basically saying some shit like, "Oh, you guys are lame for this. Come on, we need to get some blowies or something." Yeah, and then uh, the head masseuse or whatever comes out, and she's like, "I'm sick of the way you're talking. You're disgusting. You're vulgar. Shit like this." But I still want to fuck the shit out of you. <laughs> and then Donnie's like, all right, guys, I'll be back in 20 minutes. I'm going to go fuck the shit out of her. Um, <laughs> yeah. the, strip the strip club he frequents. Uh, yeah. And then, um, you know, the rest of the bachelor party kind of taps out after the strip club. You know, they're all kind of drunk. But uh, Donnie and Todd, you know, kind of have a night on the town. They, they hang out with Vanilla Ice. They just kind of wreak havoc. Yeah. He teaches Todd how to ride a bike, which is like something he missed out on doing like when he was a little boy. Yeah. And we talked about this scene in the beginning. This is one of my favorites in the whole Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's like it's just touching, you know? It's yeah. touching. It's um it uses uh just to kind of really get technical into it, it uses the song American Girl by Tom Petty. And that song just has a really nice like building intro that i think works as like you know todd kind of picks up speed on the bike and it makes it funnier you know because it's kind of like this like almost like inspiring nostalgic moment when he like fucking eats shit and wrecks on this car with two people inside having sex you know who one of them is naked and we didn't mention it before in the strip club there's nudity because it's rated r yeah there's nudity and they could do this some titties (laughs) yes some titties ah there are titties and funny people. We didn't talk about them. Really? When? Uh, when Sandler fucks the two girls in the in his house, I think. Oh, you're right. Was that ri- that wasn't was that rated R? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Funny people are. Oh shit. Okay. Anyways. Okay. Um, um, and and um, right before he gets on the bike, though, while drunk, Todd agrees to go meet the mother at the women's prison. Yeah. But um. Donnie tells him, like, no, don't worry about it, you know. 
you know, like, you know, do you see Donnie like is really like starting to love him? Yeah. Yeah. Like really starting to like realize that he's also missed out on this guy's life. Yeah. Yeah. He wants to, he doesn't want to do anything that could push him away. But then the next morning, I believe, you know, Donnie wakes up, cooks the family breakfast. And he finds out that Todd went to the women's prison to visit his mom anyway. And so he realizes, oh, shit, he's going to see the, t- the TV crew there and, like, runs after him. And they meet with um, the mom, played by Susan Sarandon, who is the real-life mother of the actress that plays the teacher in the flashback in the beginning. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Because I, 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 I thought, like, oh, wow, that's good casting. You know, that looks like her mom. And that, yeah, looks me like too. Her, that looks like her grown up, you know? Yeah. And um, also worth noting that Susan Sarandon has played Andy Samberg's mom t- before in the Mother Lover music video for The Lonely Island. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Andy's hooking up the homies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and like they get ambushed by the TV crew. And then Todd's disgusted, leaves without signing a release. And so now Donnie. Oh, and he shits his pants. And he shits his pants. After Donnie uh, convinced him to stop carrying around another pair of underwear. So he's right. uh, all embarrassed. Yeah. Then he leaves. And yeah, Donnie and he realizes. He has no money and he's lost his son. Yeah. So he goes to the beach house to pack up. And he overhears and, Jamie. Yeah. On the talking phone. On yeah, the sorry, phone. You going? yeah, talking on the phone with Todd's boss. And she's saying, like, yeah, we got to keep it a secret from Todd. Um, you shouldn't have called me on this line. He might pick up or something like that. Yeah. And so he thinks, oh, she's cheating on him with this Steve guy. Yeah. So he goes to the rehearsal dinner, you know, and makes a big scene, tells Todd that she's cheating on him with Steve. And she explains um, uh, Steve is his boss. And she was like helping him get a promotion or something. Oh no. Steve was the Boston reporter that was going to do something about the wedding. Yeah. 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 And so, you know, jokes on, you know, Donnie, you know, again, leaves in shame. He gets a little suspicious and follows her downtown. because She's staying in a hotel. Uh, and you know, I'm just thinking of an, okay. So she follows, he follows her downtown. She's oh, with you know, Nick Swartzen. Nick Swartzen's in this movie. Yeah, Nick Swartzen. Right, yeah. Plays <laughs> a redneck named Kitty. Uh, Nick Swartzen. Um, hang on. I thought, I, okay, never mind. Um, uh, you know, she's, uh, Jamie, the fiance, is staying downtown because it's like, you know, well, husband and wife aren't supposed to sleep in the same bed night before the wedding. You know, one of the superstitions. And so... But, San, you know, uh, Donnie still thinks she's cheating. So he, yeah. like, gets the hotel room next to hers and, like, crawls. I oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry for yeah, cutting yeah. off all the time. But this is another great joke that I loved. Um, he first, he walks up to the hotel, like, uh, service desk, and he says, hi, my name is Todd, whatever. Where is my fiancé staying? And he says, no, you're Donnie Berger. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes <laughs> to the other guy and he's like, hi, my name is Todd, whatever. And then the guy's like, oh, hello, Mr. Todd. Um, yeah, your fiance is at this room. And then he leaves. <laughs> and then the service attendant's like, that's Donnie Berger. If he says his name is Todd, whatever, 
then that's his name, okay? <laughs> it's yeah. so fucking yeah. funny. And um, so Sandler like gets uh, Donnie gets the room next to hers and like crawls on the ledge. I always get fucking nervous when people do this in shit movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he crawls in through the open window and sees her having sex with another guy, and that other guy turns out to be her brother Chad, which Ew. is like haunting, like of like stomach churning twist. Um, I'm realizing that like. This came out a year after the first episode of Game of Thrones, so I'm wondering if this is like a parody almost or like a reference, because you know the first episode of Game of Thrones starts with like a little boy climbing it a tall tower into a window and seeing like two siblings like having yeah sex. yeah. Uh, sp- well, I mean, spoilers um, for Game of Thrones, I guess, but it's the first. Episode. That's literally like a- the only episode I ever watched. <laughs> oh, there you go. Um, but uh, I don't know. It could also play more into the. Reed, you're trying to say because you know all these characters are being abused yeah this is uh his older sister we don't know how long they've been doing this yeah and you know he also had it also seems he's kind of stupid it kind of seems like she's more aware of like what it is yeah than he is and she's also controlling on like everybody else in the movie not just chad yeah but let's not get canceled yeah that, um, I, uh, yeah that's um they both say like oh this is our last time doing this uh we've only done it like a couple times um and then they also reveal that chad actually isn't in the marines and that he's actually like a jazz dancer uh which is again playing into your read about masculinity yeah they like i mean but it's also treated like a joke I, yeah I, like you know anyway um but yeah no like the um that chad is like having to fake this like being a marine you know to just to have his parents be proud of him yeah but uh um she like he you know donnie's like about to leave the room and is like i'm gonna you know go tell todd you know he he can't marry you but like she like you know it's kind of cold-blooded like she offers him money and be, to keep quiet about it. and she also like points out that like todd is like kind of a nervous wreck and she like says like what will it do to him if he finds out about this yeah extremely fucked up but then um donnie uh decides like to stop the wedding anyway and him and vanilla ice race to the wedding and you know he objects to the <laughs> ceremony or whatever reveals that he's todd's father rips up the check from Jamie and um, forces her to admit what she's done. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because like she whispers something into Todd's ear and Todd goes like, Oh, that's not so bad. Yeah. And Donnie goes, you didn't tell him. You didn't tell him. <laughs> and then he, he, she actually tells him. And, and Andy's like, Oh, like, yeah. He's like, Yeah. <laughs> And what does he yell? He's yells like, "You fuck your brother!" Yeah. <laughs> and like the whole crowd gasps. Yeah. Um. And he, <laughs> I thought it was really um a good bit is he reclaims his birth name of Han Solo. <laughs> yeah. And says, "And I am a burger like my father before me." <laughs> um. You know. Uh. Then both Jamie and Chad try to attack Donnie and Todd, and they both knock him out with the beer bottle. Yeah. And then uh like the next day 
they're at the ship club. It's 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 hinted that Han's gonna get involved with um one of the strippers there named Bree. Yeah. Played by uh well, she's not a stripper. She's a bartender. Bartender, my bad. Played by Ciara. But she's one of the stripper's daughters. Oh, right. And then uh, they're watching the Boston Marathon. And guess and what it, happens? The What's his name? The, the fat dude wins. That, yeah. And this is like, I'm like watching this and I'm like legitimately on the edge of my seat. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I was like, come on, come on, let's go. And then he falls and I'm like, get up, get up. Uh, uncut gems energy on this scene. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it, it wins him $160,000, you know, enough to get out of debt and yeah. start a new life. Yeah, he was going to, um, at this on this scene as well, Todd is offering him the money. And uh, Donnie, wait, it's that's like, his name, right? Donnie? Don, yeah, Donnie. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm going to serve my time finally. Yeah. Um, which is like uh, another thing to note is that like you know what I think works into this as a satire is it like Donnie has a chance to learn his lesson and yeah. like he he gets some money he wins so he's like oh never mind I guess I can keep being like this you know yeah yeah and like he kind of you know Todd learns to stand out for himself but he has to do so by like you know being like as crass as his father is you know yeah and i mean and another thing that happens throughout the movie is like uh todd is successful in the like business world because he's like really good with numbers and they'll give him like a crazy math problem he'll solve it immediately yeah and then we learn that he actually got that from donnie because donnie is the exact same way right um which is like a cool little thing to have in there just you know oh but does it whenever donnie does it isn't he like wrong i thought is he yeah, I don't think I don't know because in this end scene they like both say one hundred sixty thousand immediately. Oh yeah, that's a that's my boy. That's my boy. It's a good laugh. Um, I did not see the deeper meaning in it, but now that you're saying it, it makes uh, sense. Like it really de- does. The deeper meaning I may be inventing. Yeah, but go. Yeah, but I, I it's a good read of the movie. It makes the movie like, but it's a funny movie. It's like you said, probably the most laughs i've consistently had for an adam sandler movie in a while yeah uh i've been saying it the whole time but like to reiterate i the way i see it and this might just be wishful thinking is like it's kind of deals with like the idea of like it's overused like toxic masculinity the world of the movie doesn't you know allow the characters to like be emotional yeah so they like you know and but like they you know they managed to find a sort of halfway between todd's sort of neurosis and donnie's um kind of bro tendencies yeah and i guess there's some stuff about class warfare i don't know (laughs) shut up parasite yeah this is another one i'd be interested in asking you know sandler like about yeah, I, I I mean I it was a funny movie. It might not have been a fucking masterpiece, but it's it's good. It's a good watch. It's a it's a solid six or seven. If you could, like you said, get down in the mud with yeah, it, it's a it's like a good you watch. know, yeah. Anyway, that's my boy. Yeah. So, uh, who's the? Uh... Ooh, couple. Um, my my three picks. My my. I think my pick for the Shooter McGavin Award would either be Adam Sandler or James Caan. 
Okay. No, so uh, no, not Adam Sandler. Andy Samberg or James. Yeah, I was about to say what you're saying. Andy is the lead. No. Um. Yeah, it'd be it. I agree. Uh, the little bit that James Con was in it, I was just like ear to ear smile because like, yeah, I love James Con and that's Sonny Corleone, you know. But uh, yeah, and Andy was like also consistently funny, just like Adam in this. Mm-hmm. So as we start to exit Sandman this week, uh, as we do every week. Uh, we end with our non-Sandler media recommendations. These can be anything, movie, book, TV show, video game, uh, podcast, song, album, etc. It just cannot have Adam Sandler in it. Uh, do you have one, Moises? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. It is the long-awaited debut album by Dominic Fike. Mm. Great album. Uh, it's called "What Could We Poss- What Could Possibly Go Wrong." It was released last week. Um, it's really good. It, it's uh, I whenever I discuss Dominic Fike with my friends, I say he has never dropped a song that I dislike. Uh, I think he's a very consistent artist, and he's gonna. I think he could, if he starts gaining attention more, uh, he could be a really big artist. Um, but yeah. I love him. He's like pop alternative, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, he's really good. I'd suggest him to everyone who has open taste. Um, I just watched it last night. Um, the Coen brothers are some of, if not maybe my favorite filmmakers out there. Um, that That's a tough thing to pick, but um, I watched Raising Arizona for the first time last night. Uh, that's Nicholas Cage, right? Yeah. He's so good in it. It's this, um, I don't know. It's like this screwball comedy, I guess, with almost, that's almost Looney Tunes-esque. And it's like slapstick about this um, former criminal and this uh, former cop played by Holly Hunter who are unable to have children and can't adopt one. So they um, steal a baby from this rich uh, car dealer in town. Fucking and the just Cohen brothers. Yeah, it's it's. <laughs> Um, you should watch him, Moises, just for the fits that Nicolas Cage wears. So what, was it made in the 90s, I'm guessing? 80s. Late oh. 80s. Mid, mid, uh, I, I think late, maybe early 80s. Or mid to late 80s. Like, um, Nicolas Cage's main fit is like like faded jeans, wife beater you know, shirt, and then an unbuttoned red Hawaiian shirt. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a really sweet. Kind of really uh, fun movie. Uh, you know, Nicolas Cage, Holly Hunter, kill it. Um, John Goodman in the supporting role kills it. Uh, yeah, just a fun little movie. Let's see. Intro intro, and outro music. Yeah, you, you know what? Intro music, Hold On, I'm Coming by Sam and Dave. Outro music, because we didn't talk about him too much. Uh, Ice Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice. <laughs> nice. Or should, should we end it with a Macklemore song? No, I th- we, we talked. I, I, we, we talked about Macklemore more than we talked about Vanilla Ice, who was in this movie. I think Ice Ice Baby is is a good all right. We'll, we'll do song. Ice Ice Baby. Um, uh, you know, if you have the financial means to do so, there are links in the description that you could that uh, it would be much appreciated if you could donate to. Next week is a very special episodes on Grown Ups Two, and then after that, I believe is Blended. Yeah, we'll 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 check, but uh, that's just coming up. Blended or pixels? I think it's blended. Okay, and um, 
yeah that's it um we're about to get into the netflix era of sandler which is exciting can't uh, <laughs> haven't seen any of those really so i'm excited to talk about that um anything else i'm forgetting moises you got everything boss stop calling me boss <laughs> i'm the co-host we're both co-hosts. No, you're the host. No, that's not how this works. Um, what's the Adam Sandler fact of the week, Kelly? The, uh, <clears throat> I'm I'm so glad you asked. Uh, the Sandler fact of the week is that Adam Sandler has uh, never seen a penguin before. You know, he, he, there's literally penguins in one of his movies. What? Yeah, Fifty First Dates. Those were CGI. Uh, I'm, oh, Kellen okay. I'm, I'm Kellen Kermains. I'm Moises Camacho. Uh, the Sandler Facts of the Week, they can't all be winners. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, we'll They're all true, week. so it doesn't matter. Yeah, we'll see you next week with uh, Grown Ups too. If there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Check out the hook while DJ revolves it. Get out of here. Word to your mother. Ice, ice, ice.